So we're going to skip past Dominique's sociological theories about soccer and get to the <laughs> drama. Taylor Twelman. Hello, Taylor Twelman's here. Too many terps. What's Hashtag up? too many terps. Oh, no such uh, thing. But he looks cool. He has his, for the podcast audience, he has his like clear glasses and he's like dressed like a reality TV show host. You always get so uncomfortable around Taylor. Is it because so. you're well jealous dressed. or you're attracted to him? What is it? Just like, I mean, I don't if know it's what's both, going it's on. fine, Dominic. Yeah, totally I mean, fine if it's both. Just I ex- play it on the line, I ex- I accept that I think Taylor's hot because he's a Terp. It's fine. But you like get nervous. You start like hemming and hawing. Like, just relax. He's a cool. He puts his drawers on one leg at a time. I think. Yeah, actually, two. Actually, no, I do both at the same time. It's amazing. I'm pretty talented. In that case, it's it's okay to be nervous now, Pablo. I'm nervous now. (laughs) Well, it's full circle because the last time we had Taylor on, we were talking about how we were our pants because... (laughs) <laughs> of the U.S. men's national team and why it was that Gio Reyna wasn't playing. And so we summoned oh, Taylor gosh. Twelman, former U.S. men's national team member, star player, oh, boy. to explain what the hell's happening, man. Like, I'm fascinated by this story, but like the brief top line here, just because it's very complicated, is that Greg Berhalter, the coach of this team, spoke at the, I'm going to read it off my screen here, the Howe Institute for a society summit on moral leadership in New York, an allegedly off-the-record summit that got published via some miscommunications about how there was a player who was almost sent home from the World Cup for lack of effort in training and in a scrimmage, and that was obviously Gio Reyna, which was confirmed. So what the hell, man? What's going on? I honestly have no idea. Uh, I'm 42 years old. I thought high school was over 25 years ago, and apparently high school is not over. Um, it's odd. There's, let's just start first off that Greg Berhalter said that. And then U.S. soccer within 24 hours after that said symposium says that they were under the assumption everything was off the record. You two know as well as anyone that in this day and age, unless there's no cell phones in there, and there's no recordings, there's nothing well, that's off the record, even especially then. a symposium yeah. about leadership. If like, there are it people was about there. leadership. I mean, yeah. ask exactly. Elon Musk, ask Elon Musk yeah. how those cell phone pouches at Dave Chappelle's show work. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right. Papa? But 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 in all seriousness, like Greg yep. Berhalter knew exactly what was going on. Now, I think if you ask Greg Berhalter on the record right now, he probably regrets it because now you've really put a torch to this thing. Because when you read the story in The Athletic, guys, yeah. Dominique, you've played Pablo, you've covered sports. This happens all the time at all levels. It happens all over in the best scenarios is this, or, or the best way I should say to handle this is let the players figure it out. Let the yeah. players handle it. Let the players do what they need to do to put said player in line. And from all accounts, from what I heard, that's exactly what happened until Claudia Reyna, the dad tells a former teammate of his, Ooh. Eric Winalda, that that tells the entire world that there's a rift going on, which Claudio Reyna knows Eric Winalda better than anyone. He knew exactly what he was doing. And then Greg Berhalter knows that after the World Cup, the only thing anybody wants to talk about is why you didn't play Giovanni Reyna right. and you decide at a leadership symposium, you know what? I'm going to bring up one player that we almost voted to send home. Then you've got these erroneous reports about a 13 to 12 vote well, to vote. keep the player there. Like it was a survivor. Like it, it well, was like an was the vote? survivor. Because Dominique, this part of the story was very funny to me because it was like, we were just talking about like how let the players handle it. And so it seemed at first, right? Like this was a vote from players, but then it turned out to be what the hell? What, again, what what was it actually then? It wasn't. There, there was yeah. a, first off, Greg's not an idiot. He's not, he played. He's not going to make a player put on a... a 
a piece of paper, yes or no, and turned it in and put this on the players. The players had already forced Giovanni Reina to be accountable and to apologize. So in my perspective now, not as an ESPN analyst because it's great content, but now as the next player, that's been handled. It's yeah. over. It's, and like, it's over. Gio Reyna is not new to team sports. Like his parents are great soccer players. Like he knows what's going on. And I think su surprisingly, the person who I understand the most and I feel deserves defending the most, I guess not surprisingly, knowing me in my player first background. Dak Prescott. Is, is it Dak Prescott? It, it's Dak Prescott. <laughs> Those interceptions were a result of a tip ball. And one time the pass rusher hit him in his arm and y'all acted like he's in trouble. <laughs> Dak Prescott mm. then went on to lead a 98 yard touchdown oh, drop. And y'all fools still pretending like, pretending like he's not he's good. Us the but in this situation, he's still going. He's the still Dak going. Prescott of this going. situation oh, is, is Gio Reyna. <laughs> he's a 20 year old kid. Like the only person in this whole situation who responded in a way that I think is like appropriate for a 20 year old kid mm -hmm. is Gio Reyna. Like the report suggests that Burt Holter, Burt Holters told him that he was not going, he was going to have a limited role. He yeah. got pissed and he responded yep. like a petulant 20 year old. And then yep. they called him out on it. And he responded to that by apologizing and refocusing his efforts. That seems normal. You know, what's not Agreed. normal is being such a small, I guess, feeling say allowing it. No, the little say bit it. of exactly. pressure. Yeah, allowing yep. the little bit of pressure to make you feel like you need to leak behind scenes to make yourself and, look except, better. That that to me that's is inex is inexcusable for a leader of a team. And like and oh, I didn't know it was going to get out. That's not a useful excuse. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Whatever. It's very well said because the point of this is that I'll say to anyone listening, you do not need to be a soccer fan to understand what I'm going to say. Do you think Brazil has 26 players that are all on equal footing to start every single game? The answer is yes. And the answer is unequivocally yes. And you're going to have players that are going to be oh, yes, petulant, no. that are going to lose their mind, and that all of a sudden are going to pout. Now, I'll say something to Gio if I was on that team. I would have said, Gio, stop it. You've had a day to pout, miss me with two or three or four days, either wake up or go home. But now we're doing this two weeks after, what is it, 10 days, guys? Like, you've mm -hmm. been, come on, dude. Like, all, he, he, Greg Berhalter did not need to reveal this type of story at a leadership symposium unless he knew it was, one, going to get out, and two, define and defend why he left Giovanni Reina on the bus. And Giovanni Reyna has this history, guys. That's the thing. The under seventeen. Wait, what's World the history? Cup, yeah, the, the under seventeen World Cup. He had some actions that rubbed his teammates and the coaching staff wrong. That is all within the U.S. soccer circles. Claudio Reyna, the father, he knows that. Giovanni Reyna, he knows that. Yeah. However, however, this was handled, and the fact that you, us three are talking about this on December 13th and 14th is completely, completely, I think, just wrong in the sense that now we're going to serve Giovanni Reyna for the rest of his career with this. The players handled it. Not a yeah. single player has publicly spoken about the petulant behavior of Giovanni Reyna because they handled it. It's over. Yeah. 
the the so first of all i thought you were going to say that everyone is happy all the time in brazil which is why i was vigorously shaking my head no and you curveballed me so i mean i thought you were a good teammate but you hit me with the ogie doke and made me look like i don't know what i'm talking about about, but but, um, i know we're terps but it's all about me buddy it's all about me i'm not i appreciate you i appreciate you pointing out i'm giovanni reina's older brother but i mean to be fair I think this is important to point out, and then I'll move out of the way for Alabaster made the interjection, is just generally as a sports culture, we do not want to take the bad that comes with the good. And in this mentality story that we're telling about Giovanni Reyna, that is not a different mentality from the guys that we say are the greatest (laughs) of all time. So, like, if, if you are sick in your head about being great at anything, and someone's like, you have a, you're going to have a limited role. Of course, there are some guys who will yeah. take that in stride. The ones who are mentally deranged enough to be the greatest of all time, they don't. They punch their teammates in the face in practice. <laughs> and all Gio did was walk around in a scrimmage. So, all right. I don't know that there are people out here outside of this room that are being critical. So I don't know who I'm yelling at because I know none of you guys are being critical of him. But generally, I like yelling. Yeah, but I, hold on real quick. I will tell you real quick. I am critical of Giovanni Reina because there's about four players sitting at home that should have been there, could have been there, and they're reading this story about you throwing your toys out of the sandbox. Like, that's the kind of stuff for me where I'm like, well, listen, uh, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you want to take this hold one, on here. Okay, you well, got it. I, I, my thing with this, Dominique, I don't know if you're going to. You're gonna like this or not? And sorry, I'll ask for boxing. Oh no, that's fine. If you if you say something dumb, I'll yell at you too. Is is simply like, is there a world in which Gio Reyna would have played more, would have gotten what he wanted if he wasn't petulant in the way that he was? To me, it's it's what I'm mad about is that the United States lost, and maybe they wouldn't have. Again, maybe I'm a homer saying that, but these were no, you're not games. Close You're games not. where that guy was clearly needed. Yes. Clearly needed. And that's what's so that's the players creating to, to me about. But Pablo, to your point though, that, Nick, sorry about this. To your yeah. point though, the players would have lost their minds if he played in the Wales game, from what I've gathered. They would have lost fair. their minds because the okay. petulant behavior started right then. So now as a manager, you've got to play your cards and say, Do I lose 25 guys or the 22 guys or whatever it may be? Or do I deal with this one that's on the side? That's my biggest question mark, and Pablo is that, is that, Gio, not everything's perfect, and if you show up and you don't do that for four or five days, you do it for one, because anyone in the right mind would allow one day of pouting. And totally get that. Yes. Because it's normal. But when you're at four or five days, yeah, it's a problem. Dude, the World Cup's on. There's guys that yeah. want to be winning. There's guys that want to be playing, and you're throwing your toys out of the sandbox. I just think the fact that we're still talking about this we wouldn't be if Greg Berhalter doesn't bring it up in the leadership symposium. Well, thanks, then, and, Greg. And that's yeah, my my that's my follow up here is how do you think this sticks with him in four years? Like he's you know conceivably he could be the best player on the team in four years or one of the stars. Do you think this story sticks with him and how he's received by teammates and coaches moving forward? We know because he could score story. he he could score seven goals in the next three months for Dortmund and nobody's going to remember the World Cup. If, if, Especially with social media these days, the news cycle is literally four hours long, let alone twenty-four hours long. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Geo's not going to have anything if over the next four years he dominates and continuously progresses the way Christian Pulisic did and goes to a bigger club and stays healthy. Who's the next manager is the bigger question. Because I'll tell you right now, and Greg Berhalter knows this, 
and he's not publicly ever going to say this, but now he's got to win back that locker room. He's got to win back that locker room because there are, for the record, on Giovanni Reyna's Instagram post, about 14 of his teammates that liked that post. Ooh. I love that sock, Dominique. We oh. did it. We made soccer palatable to the ESPN audience. We're talking about Instagram likes. Can someone hide a? <laughs> can someone remove a bio? Can someone unfollow some people? This is perfect. Oh gosh, I, I love it. I'm speaking someone... your language, boys. Change Absolutely. their nationality. Now, now, now we're talking. <laughs> now we're talking. Uh, um, I, there were a lot of things that I felt like I needed to respond to, but none of them seem all that important anymore. The one thing that I will come up, I will bring up is all the players who are at home who are that uh, that Taylor reference who are like, I would like to be there and help this team and Gio stop being a baby. I understand where you're coming from. Be better. Yeah, you'd be there. You'd be, be a better footballer. Like this is this is a big time sports. That's what it comes down to. I've told this story before. My rookie year, I played in Denver, and Champ Bailey was the corner opposite me. We went on several road trips, and everyone would fly back together. One time, Champ ain't fly back with us. He went to Vegas. Ain't nobody asked no damn questions because he's Champ Dan Bailey. Yeah. So like this is if you're that good, sometimes you get to act a little different. And no, no, no. Oh, no, that's a, I'm so glad you brought it up that way. I meant it from Greg's perspective. Sorry, let me rephrase this. If Greg's saying to the player, you're going to play a limited role, and he's already got a reputation for being petulant and pouty, why do you bring said player then? There's a bunch of yeah. cheerleaders sitting at home that would have yeah. taken that position and done what you wanted. That's, I, I don't understand how I have Giovanni Reyna on my roster. And I didn't maximize that opportunity while putting him in his place. That's my last point. I would have put his ass in damn place, but I sure as hell would have looked at him and said, go win me that game. Go win me that game. Go do something. Manage your team. We want Taylor. Oh, 12 We want 12 We want 12 I do. I could get tickets that way. We would lose. For corruption, we'd have a lot of attention for like a month, and then it would be a uh, <laughs> big trouble. I yeah. mean, I got I got a couple um outside runs for me. I could feel like I play. <laughs> right I could get uh, right back in two seconds. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's all I got. Pablo's gonna be my assistant coach because he's gonna be awkward the entire time looking at me, <laughs> just Dominic. looking at them. Guys, at them teeth. Don't wear tight pants. Don't wear tight pants. Guys, I've covered sports before. It's cool. God. Ah. <laughs> Right, the oh, second question I have for you guys about the World Cup is Messi, who has been critiqued for his international performance over the last decade and a half. He's in a World Cup final. And what would it mean for him, if anything, to win this? Because he's already, you know, has his place cemented in history. What does the World Cup I, mean for him? I mean, it makes him the greatest player ever. But I'd love to hear from Dominic and Paul. Like, it, it, this cements him. Really? You know, like, really? Oh, you think everybody it's, it's, is here? They want to hear from me and Pablo about soccer. I do. I played exactly. a lot of FIFA, guys. I played a lot of FIFA. <laughs> and, in my day. and, oh, wait, hold <laughs> and on, hold this... on. And who do you take, Messi or Ronaldo and FIFA? See, that's the old, the viewer oh. only wants to know which team do you pick. Neither. I, I, want I got self respect. I want the guy where it's fun to dribble. Give me Messi. I'm not giving the ball away. I'm not passing as him. Granted, he had two. He had an assist and a goal today. I'm not doing the assist thing, but I'm absolutely dribbling around absolutely. as far as I can, as close as He's I can. He's 35, guys. He's 35. There is not a ton of tread left on those tires, and he's got five goals and three assists in this World Cup. 
I, and, and I said before, by the way, everyone, just so you know, <laughs> I've played him. I he said is before garbage. this World Cup, he is garbage. By the way, oh, I said this before the World Cup started that I couldn't imagine. Since we're coming off the Giovanni Reina conversation, you guys will appreciate this. Imagine being one of Messi's teammates, knowing that this is it. Yeah, I mean the amount of pressure Ooh. that is on that group to say we, we 2014 different group we got to the final. I was there for that. I covered it. Shout out. Uh, that's, that's, that's a name drop. Like it. Well, remember when that guy imagine? Taylor, that guy, that guy yes. tore his butt open. He did. That guy. He did. Mascherano. Mascherano. Mascherano tore his butt. The pain. A guy oh, tore his butt open. Try oh, yeah, yes, the, literally. That's a, that's the sphincter was an armpit. It was it the sphincter oh, was an armpit. And yet, <laughs> oh, and yet the, the key is it was worth it because the ball did not go in the hole. All right, I digress. Right. Um <laughs> right. facts and journalism. Um, I think so. A lot's being made of this final run for Messi, and I understand that there's one like empty spot in his trophy case. But the argument, and maybe this is a bit like hot takey, but I don't actually think that it changes anything. I don't think that one World Cup changes the way Argentina feels about Messi relative to Maradona. I don't think a World Cup win changes the way the rest of the world thinks about Messi because we already are calling him the GOAT. So, like, I, I get that it will be nice to fill it out, and then there is no real legitimate argument against him. But the only thing that he has still left to gain is, like, the admiration of the country of Argentina, which like yes. already, at least from what I understand, is they look at him like a Spaniard who happened to be born yep. in Argentina and there yep. ain't nothing they can do to knock off old cocaine goal machine uh, Maradona <laughs> off the perch as the greatest soccer player in their history. So I guess once time goes along, the history or the memory yes. of Messi winning this World Cup might outshine Maradona, but I don't feel like that's true in Brazil. I still feel like Pele is still the guy, and, and this is no, ridiculous for me you, to make these points. Like, I'm deep no, it's in not. No, it's Brazilian not. No, culture it, it, or anything, but you it's hit just everything the feeling on I the get. Head. You hit okay, everything it's because I play head. FIFA, and I'm actually good at it. It is. I will argue this. We consider Messi the GOAT because of social media. Everyone that's mm. ahead of my generation, the generation that's older than me, that's not on social media, and the greats, and quite honestly, FIFA, not the video game, FIFA, the organization, if Messi wins, He's at the top. He will be higher than Pelé. He'll be higher than Diego Maradona. There will be an argument at the local barista and the local bar in Buenos Aires about the conversation, Nick, that you just brought up. Absolutely. Diego Maradona still, I think to this day, will be a little different because of the off the field. And yes. there was an edge to him that was so different. But for <laughs> Lionel Messi, you know, he wins the argument against Ronaldo yeah. by winning this World Cup. And I think that cements him as the GOAT. However, if Kylian Mbappe mm, wins bop. his second World Cup, mm, I don't think anyone fully understands. Duba, duba, uh, yeah, duba. Well, by the way, what did what did Chuck call him on TNT? That was the best <laughs> that was the best <laughs> gift ever. What do you call him? Mbappe. <laughs> it was a mess. Oh, Charles. Yeah. Speaking anyway, what you can accomplish without winning a ring. Yes. <laughs> I, think <it's> <laughs> uh, I think it's cement Messi is the greatest ever. I do. But you, so you believe, well, hold on though. So absent the generational difference you talked about, because I actually am genuinely curious here. He needs to win to be 
the greatest of all time to you? Yes. Because there's the question of skill. Wow. But now we're, yeah. I'm surprised because I guess he I, I would have. No, put it this way. I think it's the power of social media and, and recent bias that we think of this. But Pelé won the Nobel Peace Prize, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he, God. He, he, like, like, I'm looking at yeah, I, I, Google it while we're sitting I, He won some uh, piece, like uh, Pelé. The International Peace Award in 1978. Oh, yes. Okay. So, uh, like, you see what I'm saying? It's not the yeah. Nobel Peace Prize. But the you know what International I'm Peace like, Award is not the GOAT of Peace Awards. <laughs> no, but my point uh, is, is that he transcends yeah. soccer. He transcends Absolutely. it to a whole nother Absolutely. level. How many World Cups did Pelé win? Messi has to win one to get yeah. even into the conversation of 1986 Diego Maradona, the three that Pelé won with Brazil, Franz oh. Beckenbauer for West Germany and Germany. Like, you see... You, this. Like so, it, so American that, of us. This is so American. We're having a good old fashioned <laughs> greatness really versus best <laughs> argument. Like, does the rings, want it trophies. Does he, who uh, wants it more? Oh, he, he, want he doesn't. It. He doesn't more? want it enough. He doesn't. No, <laughs> and it's because Bill Belichick believes oh, more in his defensive coordinator there than he go. does about giving <laughs> Messi the freedom to run a play action pass. <laughs> Give it to me, Allie. Um, Taylor, I wanted to push push a little bit more on Mbappe oh. and how crazy it is yeah. that he's doing this at age 23 because it's worth noting, no Benzema, no Pogba this World Cup. And for him to potentially no have a second trophy as well as he already has nine career World Cup goals and he's climbing that ranks. And that, that record looks like it's going to be very much in striking distance by the end of the career. Like, are we if seeing something win- here that's going to no, be been- on the level yes. of a Messi and Ronaldo? Okay. Yeah, he has to. Oh, no, 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 no. So I was going going bigger. See, th- this gets very interesting. If Kylian in Mbappe space? wins Are we this. Going to space, right? Oh, intergalactic <laughs> planetary. <laughs> oh, you two are so good. Let's go. I don't even Let's know what go. I was going to say. Let's go if to space. Mbappe Let's go on his rocket ship together. If Mbappe wins this World Cup, he may have already surpassed anything oh. Messi and Ronaldo have done. Oh, damn. That's two world kiss ups. Can we get a can we get a Chiron? Can we get uh, some like big ESPN? This is linear television quality. So let me ask you guys this. No, in all seriousness, nine mm. World Cup goals before the age Oof. of 25, two Oof. World Cup trophies. Well, uh, Ronaldo just... did not score a single goal in the knockout stage of a World Cup, and he played in five. Right. And Mbappe right. before age 25 will win two. Mbappe also just on the this is to, again to infuse this with even more cliches. I test. I'm I testing Kylian Mbappe. Yeah. He's the fastest person I've ever seen play soccer. He was last year. Or I mean last World Cup. Is that a, it was is that like, a take. I mean, it's not a no, it's not, it's it's not an outrageous take because he is literally he's like the most athletic person <laughs> in every game yeah. I've ever seen him play in. Yeah. It, what's more amazing to me is as athletic as he is. He's extremely smart. And oftentimes when athleticism transcends everyone else, we just immediately say, yeah, he's this, he's that. Yeah. But for a team that's missing Benzema, Pogba, Conte, right, right. six World Cup starters from last time, you look at it and you're like, wait, how is he going to manufacture this? Olivier Giroud and he hated each other the last World Cup and they won. Now they're playing along. He's given them greatest hugs I've ever seen. One that great Pablo probably Drew. wants to give Drew's me. Hair. And oh, yeah, so like 
You know, like Let's one of those real good Drew, hugs at the end of a rom-com Griezmann, that you're like, oh, ben yeah, Taylor. I love you. <sighs> right. Great. Well, that's fair. Uh, I mean, yeah, they got them waves. He, he obviously has way. got he has he's got some palmade from good old America. Um, <clears throat> anybody else notice how suspiciously brown European countries are every year in the World <laughs> Cup? It's something that I notice is like, I mean, I've been to Europe. Y'all ain't that black. You mean you, you you're saying you're saying that empire building colonialism oh. uh actually still reaping I benefits s- to this day? I ain't that saying nothing. I know the BBC be <laughs> messing around with them tweets though. I know that's what's up anytime they lose. They, I will, they, but I will they say throw, this. They throw Marcus Rashford up there when they take a L. <laughs> they win. Kane. Oh, look, Harry Kane. They just lost his game and Harry Kane kicked the field goal. Ain't nobody no pictures of Harry Kane up there. They nope, out there taking nope. shots at soccer, and soccer was balling all game. Balling. No doubt. But oh. you know when it's really going to really soccer catch an no. eye? It's when someone that looks like me is playing for Cameroon. Oh. Then you're going to go, <laughs> wait a minute. Let's do it. Let's get white cornerbacks <laughs> in the NFL and Taylor oh, Twelman for the Ivory Coast. Yeah. Um, make, it the, last... make the Ivory Coast Ivory again. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, my God. Again? Um, Last last question, Taylor. World yeah. Cup predictions. We've got uh, France Morocco today, and obviously Argentina is already in the final. How do we see the rest of this tournament going? Um, before the tournament started, just so the viewer and the listener understands, I had Brazil, France in the final. I'll keep France in the final. Um, Argentina, I think, will be fighting destiny, and they'll be fighting a team that already has won a world cup and is looking for the repeat. I think which the, I think we get ourselves a two, one type of final, not a zero, zero final, but I will be stunned that it's not messy in Argentina. Cause I just feel like it's written in the stars. Ooh, ooh, defeating the ghost of the cocaine goal machine. Finally, <laughs> that was a great, finally. Uh, and you said it again. So now Alabaster can't edit it out. Yeah, you know the game I'm playing. He he's gonna try to cut out all my good stuff. Nope. I know, I know. Dear fans who watch this show, just know that there was a lot of funny stuff that happened Dear in the fans, course of this There program. was an unbelievable segment about me uh, playing for Ivory Coast. And oh, I, hey, you'll never, you'll never get to see it. 